Hello and welcome back to the CC Pro podcast. In today's episode, we're going to give some portfolio management basic techniques on how to maximise your profit in the bull run. We've had a few questions recently about portfolio management, how many coins should you hold, and also about selling and buying back lower. So we're going to cover both those topics in today's podcast. Portfolio management is one of the key aspects of investing. It's all well and good being able to buy in a bear market and buy a lower, but the hard thing is actually when it comes to sell. Many people create an emotional connection with coins or holdings in their portfolio, and then it becomes very difficult to sell, especially when there's a lot of hype in the market. In the bull run, you'll see stories of Bitcoin going to a million dollars, XRP going to $589, and a lot more hype. You'll also get text messages from your friends and family, and you'll see all over the news stories about crypto and which company or country is adopting crypto next. These all create this feeling that the coins are going to go up in value forever, and it makes selling very difficult. But in today's podcast, we're going to give you some basic techniques for managing your portfolio. We also cover this in our one-to-one consultations. Now, one-to-one consultations for me are essential for any investor. Just like you'd get a coach if you wanted to train to be an athlete, or even if you wanted to just enhance your performance at the gym, lose weight, you get a coach, you get a PT. In the traditional system, if you want to invest, you get an investment manager or a wealth manager or a wealth planner to help you plan your goals and execute at the right time. Well, that's exactly what the one-to-one consultations are, and many people skim over this important fact. But maximising your profit is just one aspect. A key part of portfolio management and getting this one-to-one consultation will help you do this is actually minimising losses, not selling at the wrong time, not buying at the wrong time, and not moving money in and out of crypto at the wrong time, hurting your overall P&L at the end of the bull run. This aspect of investing is so important. We spend over a day in the fast track course on portfolio management, recycling money, and how to manage your funds to maximise your gains. So if you've not picked a one-to-one or considered the crypto fast track course, check it out on the website right now. Okay, so before we begin, obviously we have to talk about Bitcoin. It's up 53% since the 16th of October, and there looks like there's no end in sight for this pump. At the time of recording, Bitcoin is currently at $41,900 and looks like it wants to test the $42,000 resistance once more. Now, many expected Bitcoin to fade before now and have a bit of a cool-off, but instead we saw a slow climb between the 16th of October and last week. Now, many expected Bitcoin to have a cool-off before now. Many thought that once it broke 35000 we'd see a retrace to the $32,000 mark. But so far, that hasn't happened. But what I have seen over the past couple of weeks is a slow grind up. So as Bitcoin broke into its channel around $33,000, it began to just range up, kind of crab walk up the price charts and eventually broke out once it reached $40,000, reaching $42,500 at its peak. Now these sideways movements are incredibly bullish. The fact that we've not seen a massive retrace just shows how much buying pressure is in the markets right now. And it's all speculation on the ETF, in my opinion. Now many are speculating the ETF is going to be announced in January. 
I'm not so convinced. I think it might be closer to the halving. But even if it is, people aren't going to sell their Bitcoin before the announcement. People are holding and buying more until that announcement. That, to me, is both encouraging for short term, but also a troublesome sign in the long term. Now, for me, this means that in the short term, there's no selling pressure in the market. And we're seeing that every day with Bitcoin continue to grind up. Every time there's a dip in the market, it seems to get bought up and the amount of illiquid supply, so supply that is available to buy, is dwindling away day by day. This tells me no sell pressure until the ETF is announced. But what that means is that as soon as the ETF is announced, there's likely to be a lot of profit taken, a lot of sell pressure, people banking on that initial announcement pump, and they're probably going to sell into that pump and use all the FOMO from retail investors that see the ETF announcement and ape into Bitcoin as their exit liquidity. Now, obviously, I could be wrong. This is not financial advice. However, it just seems to me that there's no selling pressure in the market. Everybody's waiting on the ETF news, which tells me that's going to be the sign of a big sell-off. So once that announcement gets made, I expect a quick pump and an immediate dump as people use that as exit liquidity. And you're already seeing things that would correlate that thesis. We're seeing influencers on Twitter saying that as soon as the ETF is announced, Bitcoin's going to immediately pump to $100,000. There is not a chance that is going to happen. Just because the ETF gets approved doesn't mean BlackRock, Vanguard, Fidelity just instantly press a button and buy hundreds of Bitcoin. doesn't work like that and it's not going to happen like that. So for me, the ETF announcement is setting itself up to be a massive sell the news event. So the market continues to pump and altcoins seem to be doing well as well. Now we are looking for Bitcoin to consolidate, move sideways for a couple of days to allow some money to flow into altcoins as people take a bit of profit on their Bitcoin holdings and just rotate into the crypto space to then go back into Bitcoin with bigger gains. So for me, right now, Bitcoin is poised to move slightly higher and it wouldn't surprise me if we don't get a retrace in the next 24 hours if we don't start pumping towards the $48,000 level. For me, that is the top. I don't see us going above $48,000 before the halving. Okay, so let's switch to the topic of this podcast, which is portfolio management. And one of the questions that we get asked a lot is, how many coins should someone hold? How many investments should they be in? And how do they manage those investments? Okay, so not to give this standard general answer, but everyone is different. Everyone's investment's different. Everyone's investment journey's different. And also, everybody's day-to-day routine is different. So, for me, I'm going to give a general answer that can hopefully help the majority of people, but just know that you can be slightly different from the norm. So, for me, when it comes to building your portfolio, the key thing is how many coins are you going to be able to keep track of on a day-to-day basis? In the bull run, there is massive euphoria, hype, coins are pumping, some will do 50-60% gains in a day, And you have to be able to track them, take profit at the right times, sell bits of coins now and again as the coin pumps. So if it does 10% a day, you maybe shave 10% profit, for example, and do that for the next few days. Are you going to be able to do that with 25 coins? Potentially not if you're a busy person, if you're working all day, if you don't have phone signal, you know, I'm thinking of tradespeople. 
then it becomes very difficult. So then we advise people just to limit the number of coins they have to between 8 and 12. And the reason we do that is just coins pop off at different times. In the 2021 bull run, we had DeFi summer. All the DeFi coins went wild all at the same time. We then had a Web3 narrative at one point. So at different times in the cycle, different coins will pump. And now while it's a general rule that after Bitcoin pumps, the money then flows to Ethereum, then to altcoins, it doesn't mean every single altcoin pumps on the same day. So different days you're going to have to monitor and take profits on different coins. So overall, it really depends on what you can manage, what your goals are, but also how you build your portfolio. This kind of comes back to the whole one-to-one -one consultation. When we're building a portfolio, we start with what your goal is and work our way back. And if you've done that with your portfolio, then it doesn't really matter how many coins you hold. It's more about what the potential is and what your goal is. And if you only hold five coins, but if they reach their previous all-time high, you're going to hit your profitability goal, then why add more? If you're happy with your target, you're happy with your goal, then don't feel forced to diversify into other coins. At the same time, if your portfolio is balanced and you hold 10 coins, 2 low risk, 4 medium risk, maybe 2 higher risk, and then Bitcoin and Ethereum, for example, then you might feel comfortable and you don't want to invest in any new projects as they come up over the course of the next 6 months before the halving. However, if you hold only high market cap coins, then you maybe want to diversify into lower cap coins. So it really does all depend on the individual person. The one piece of advice we'd give is don't stretch yourself too thin. Unless you're someone that has the freedom to sit in front of a screen, sit in front of coin stats, day in, day out, monitoring your projects, making sure the alerts are all set up and being able to take profits at any point in the day when they reach a decent price for you. If you're that person, then diversify as much as you can. The second point on this is you want to make sure that you have your buy as low as possible. So averaging down over the last two years is what we've been advising every single member. Now if you've done that and you've got solid bags of each coin, then you can potentially add one or two extra projects as they get launched as we get close to the bull market. And this is where seed rounds and new token launches on Swissborg, if you've got a few spaces in your portfolio, then they will add something a bit different to your portfolio. So to sum up, don't stretch yourself too thin, make sure you focus on your core coins and average your buy down as much as possible with as much capital as you can spare, rather than adding new coins as they come available. There's about 20,000 altcoins in the crypto space, that'll probably go up to about 30,000 in a cycle, so you could drive yourself insane spreading yourself so thin focus on your portfolio, add into it and maybe keep one or two spaces just for a seed round or a new project that gets launched on Swissborg. That would be our general advice for the average person. But book a one-to-one -one consultation and we will go through your portfolio with a fine-tooth comb, make sure you're set up for success. Okay, so the second part of this podcast is about selling and buying back lower. We've seen a number of coins over the course of the bear market just go on wild pumps out of the blue and then retrace all the way back to their lows. And with this recent Bitcoin pump, many members are asking, with Bitcoin up at $42,000, do 
would it be worthwhile selling some of their holdings just now, waiting for the retrace and then buying back in? In my opinion, and it's only my opinion, I think that is a dangerous strategy at this point in the cycle. Now, 6 to 12 months ago, when all altcoins, all crypto was at the lows and something pops off 50% in a week, then yeah, it makes perfect sense to sell it after that 50% rally, wait for the retrace and buy back in again. However, at this point in the cycle, you may not get an opportunity to buy back as low as you did 12 months ago. In fact, I doubt you will. Bitcoin hit $15,500 in 2022. I don't believe Bitcoin will retrace even close to that if we do see a massive sell-off. So if you did have an average sub-20k Bitcoin, then I would hold on to that because the upside potential is huge. But if you sell some of your stack just now and realise profits at $42,000, Bitcoin retraces only to $32,000, then you're unlikely to get your average buy back down. If anything, you're going to be increasing your average buy price. That's not to say that $32,000 isn't a good price for Bitcoin. I'm very bullish on the future of Bitcoin and where it's going to go over the next 10 years. But if I had a $16,000, $18,000 average buy, I wouldn't be sacrificing it now for some profits right today. I'd be waiting for the bull run to make the most profit from a Bitcoin. So a good example of this is LimeWire. We obviously all took part in the public sale, bought LimeWire between 20 cents and 30 cents, depending on if you went for the lockup or not. And LimeWire crashed as low as 6 cents in the bear market at its bottom. Now, in August, LimeWire pumped from this low of around 6 cents up to 12 cents, a 91% move. And at the time, we were saying to members, this would be a good profit-taking point. Pump 91%, we're still in the middle of a bear market, and Bitcoin hadn't broken any key levels at this point. So we were saying, great time to take profit. Over the next couple of weeks, LimeWire retraced over 35%, back down to $0.07. Cents. And again, we were saying, good time to buy back in. As the low was around $0.06, cents, it's back at $0.07, cents, great time to buy back in. And then, just a few weeks later, at the start of November, LimeWire went on a massive pump, up over 525% to $0.53. Cents. Higher than the public sale, but also a massive rise from that bear market low. And the difference this time, instead of saying take profit and wait for it to retrace, we were saying that this time might be slightly different. And the reason for that was Bitcoin was breaking out. Bitcoin at this point had broken the 32,000 level, which we had been saying for ages it had to break to confirm the breakout of the bear market. And it had. And from then, Bitcoin pumped from $32,500 up to $42,000, over 21% since that line wire move. And this is why we said this time was different and we wouldn't risk selling to buy back lower because we probably wouldn't get another chance to buy back as low as we've had. If you've not checked out Dex's recent video on Bitcoin and buying back lower, I suggest you check it out. Basically, he highlights that in a bear market, you only get so many shots at buying low. The market moves, and the, these dumps to low prices are designed 
for the smart investor that blocks out all the noise, all the fear, and just executes, just buys at these lows. The average investor can't do that, and they miss the opportunity to buy so low. That's why we try to teach members, block out the noise, prices drop, don't have the fear, just go and buy at these low prices. So a great question, should we be selling Bitcoin right now to wait for a retrace? My advice, just my advice, not financial advice, is I wouldn't be selling at this point waiting on a retrace because Bitcoin might only retrace 5-10% and you sacrifice your bear market low average buy. Okay, so that is our podcast today on a bit of portfolio management, a bit of commentary on what's going on in the market right now. I hope everyone enjoyed that podcast. Make sure to drop us some feedback on Spotify and stay tuned for a special announcement on a unique Q&A episode that we're going to be launching in the coming days. Thanks very much for listening. Catch you again soon.